I look so old and tired today. No, you don't. <laughs> My face um, is puffy. I was like, we're going to have to slap each other. Yeah. I need ice on my wrists. Wrists. Well, I've got a big gulp <laughs> ice, uh, which, by the way, this morning was only 25 cents. Wait a minute. We've been paying a dollar every week. We've been paying a dollar every week. Well, whoever your cashier was today. It was only... a boy. Aha. <laughs> so I guess it's, it's okay. It's been women the last two times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, next week, I will pencil in my eyebrows appropriately <laughs> and put a little makeup on my face, and I will get 25 cent ice. I mean, try to get it down to a dime. Oh, I will. We're not making money yet, so. <laughs> All I have to do is not wear a baggy sweatshirt like I, mean, I have been. It's winter in LA. It's so cold. It's so cold. I hate it. I do not like heat. I don't like heat either. I like a good 72. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. We live in California. That's what I expected when I moved out here. Yeah, we put up with the traffic in exchange for pleasant weather. Exactly. That's why everything is filmed here 365 days out of the year. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. It's all winter. And it's going to rain this week, too. No. There's a part of me that's like, haha, because it's going to be the Oscars. Okay. As we record this. Well, oh, yeah. Good point. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, you know me because I live right, right there, there. Yeah. and so like the the closures a bit, and they also filmed something this week, so they took Great. away even more parking. I have Ugh. gotten two parking tickets in my own <gasps> neighborhood. Because, Assholes. Yeah, because like I try to park in like the uh, like loading zone for a little bit, yeah. and then I set an alarm and then go to move it. Smart. And then sometimes I just forget. That's okay. Alarms don't always work. They don't always work. Like my yoga alarm this morning. There you it go. It broke or something. Um, hey, guys. This is Banshees and Booze. A paranormal podcast where we talk about ghosts and drink cocktails. Uh-huh. And also about my parking tickets. And <laughs> complain about Los Angeles. Uh-huh. I have one more thing to complain. It's very oh. L.A. Okay. It's about that, too. I went to a full moon <gasps> meditation and Reiki circle last full moon, the last full moon. and I, was... I almost went on a full moon hike. Oh. Yeah. I've been trying to go. I went to three so far this year, and I went to a new moon as well. Mm-hmm. So it was the last full moon one. It took a lot for me to get there because I have to go straight from work, and yeah. I'm exhausted, and I just, I'm hungry for dinner. You're not in the mini You're not mood. in the, that new moon, full moon mm-hmm. meditation. The new moon I can do for some reason. That might, for some reason, I'm more energized for the new moon one. Interesting. I know, right? What's wrong with me? Well, I bet it's in your chart. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So I go to this one. And I gave myself plenty of time. I even stopped to get a little snack so I wasn't grumpy and stuff because they get pretty crowded. And they're fucking filming. It was in Burbank on Magnolia. And there are trucks everywhere. And they're all parked right outside of the crystal uh, place where we do the meditation. And as we're just starting the meditation, they, the cruise starts to pack up, like, the trucks and stuff. And no. they're all just shouting and yelling and whistling. And it's so loud. And they're loading all the equipment in. And there's bright lights out there still. And I was like, no. This uh, is so difficult as it is. Why you got to do this? I 
empathize so much because I went to a meditation on the last new moon. Oh. Uh, like a guided meditation. I'd never really done a meditation class before. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'll give this a shot. Turns out I was right. I hate people. Yeah, I hate people. Because, I don't like meditating with people. Yeah, I've now learned I can't do this Mm-mm. because like the guy next to me, his stomach was growling so loud. <laughs> and like I was getting super judgmental because I was even like, I had fucking nachos before I came. My stomach's being real polite. <laughs> and then people, I'm the growler in People class. were like coming in to the room up to like 10 minutes after yes. we started. A woman walked into ours with her dog. Shut the fuck Halfway this. through with her fucking dog. And that's what I'm like, this is not West Hollywood. This is Burbank. You're not supposed to try to be all like hip. I'm bringing my dog that to meditation really class. Well, maybe the meditation class was for the dog. It was probably emotional support animal. The dog was pretty quiet yeah. and cool. It was the girl that was so fucking loud, walking over all of us and just yeah. like, ugh, it took me out like, of the zone. To the point where the teacher was like, I'm going to challenge all of you to ignore external distractions. And I'm like, bitch, I'm going to challenge you to lock that door. (laughs) So basically, I'm very zen. Yeah, yeah, totally zen. Oh, You know what gives me zen, Amy? Yes, Tammy? Booze. Ooh, that gets me so zen. Because then it helps me take a nice long nap in the middle of my day. Whereas meditation doesn't do that to me. Um, I'm excited. What do we have today? Well, this episode, we are talking about Victorian era ghosts. So I wanted to do something real, you know, like London town. I was like, I I need a gin drink. It needs to be a gin drink. Mm -hmm. So I made a classic gin gimlet and I sure didn't come up with a cute name. So... (laughs) Ghostly, ghostly gimlet ghostly gimlet a ghostly yeah. gimlet That's there you go I like that yeah, okay yeah. great yeah I See? just go to rhymezone.com every Sunday morning and and I look at synonyms for ghost alphabetized put it in front of the drink name and then um, that's how I do it so I, I recommend that did not know this was your process <laughs> oh. and I'm very impressed yeah my brain doesn't work on its own anymore it needs help from the internet <laughs> And a gimlet. Um, so uh, the mm. recipe um, for this, which I also it smells good. Oh yeah. So um, it is two ounces of gin, mm-hmm. uh, two thirds of an ounce of roses lime juice, or the uh, Ralph's brand. Yeah, if, just if you're as good. Not getting sponsored yet. <laughs> um, garnished with a lime. You'll notice I. The limes are invisible today. Cool. That's fine. <laughs> because I forgot to bring a knife <laughs> to cut it with. And I literally almost bought one and just stuck it in yours as a joke. But <laughs> I was like, that's a 79 cent joke. So uh, <laughs> doesn't tell you about it. Once again, not sponsored. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, I, I I put a little ice in here. You're mm-hmm. generally sp- speaking supposed to shake it over ice and, oh, okay. and pour it is really the traditional way. But you know what? Well, well you know, we, we film in a we record in a studio we limited do. supplies we're not exactly. in a kitchen so uh cheers cheers to, to the ghostly gimlet ghost drinking gimlet. victorian ghosts yeah that's too many words yeah that's okay mm-hmm. delicious that's actually really good that that's just lime and gin basically essentially yeah. 
I like gin. I think I like gin too. I think I like it. It's got like, doesn't gin have juniper in it? Yes. Okay, here we go again because like I'm going to start. We're going to get schooled yeah, in drinking again. We we got a talking to on the Instagram about. I'm take one of these donut holes. Our, oh yeah, also I bought donut holes. I'm touching all of them. Actually, I put that on the Instagram story. So. Oh, you did? I did. <laughs> You're so good at Instagramming. I'm not. I'm just going mean... to, I'm just going to break one apart. Please. Amy is so LA that she literally <laughs> just broke a donut hole in half, <laughs> which is fine because I'm just they were in well, my purse. Oh, and I, yeah, I just Ooh, like it's good. It's good though, right? Oh damn! Good um, job. We'll throw some your way, Veronica. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Catch. Um, yeah, this is actually this is really delish. good. I kind of like this. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like it. Great, good for us. I'm really excited to hear about Victorian Ghost because when you came up with the mm-hmm. idea, because we have you know, our ideas for episodes. And when you said you really wanted to do Victorian ghosts, I was like, why? That sounds boring. (laughs) And then I did not realize that the Victorians had a crazy huge fascination and obsession with the paranormal. So this is amazing. And I'm so excited to hear yours. I want you to go first because I want you to talk about it. And then I'll talk because I... I specifically wanted to research like actual ghosts and I I wanted it to be, I was very specific. I was like, I want it to be ghosts who like are people from the Victorian era. So that was a little harder like to look something, but what I found was really exciting. So I I want some history, some learning Mm. from you. I will stop eating this donut then. Okay, sorry. Um, Okay. I had no idea. Really? No clue. Yeah. I was like, and I was so tired yesterday and I was like, oh, Victorian era. What is (laughs) this? God damn it, Tammy. So boring. And then Hermione making me learn. So I did. (laughs) We have at least two Harry Potter references from you every episode. Every episode. It's my life. I I just giggle because I don't know Harry Potter. I'm sorry. Please love me. Okay. Harry Potter Um, goes next time. Done. Um, So all I had to do was put in Google Victorian paranormal mm-hmm. and I got a million pages about yeah. their fascination in that time frame in that time period of the paranormal it's totally right up our alley okay so the Victorian era spanned from 1837 to 1901 that's pretty long I don't know this mm-hmm. it brought us the first photographs the telephone the electric light bulb the first radio bicycle sewing machine and typewriter It also brought us the most famous serial killer, Jack the Ripper. Mm. And it also brought our favorite and most feared invention of all time, the Ouija board. Oh, God. Lady podcast. What do you expect? <laughs> Those things are scary when you're using for the very first time, and you're like, "Where does it go?" I I'm don't. Twelve. Be- I don't believe that it doesn't get lost. Oh, oh, I think it can. Yeah. Well, as far as I know, it may. There may be some lost ones. I read a thing about a lady um, with a bunch of cat hair. No. Yeah. It no. W- it was really upsetting. Up her thing. Yeah. I'll. I'll link to it. <laughs> Okay, this makes the invention I was going to say is our most feared not as scary now, okay. um, the Ouija board. Okay, also yeah. very terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yes, not as terrifying as cat hair um, up your hoo-ha. Pussy in your pussy. <laughs> Double pussy. <laughs> um, the Victorian era was an incredibly unique time period. 
In an era when scientific findings were clashing with religious ideals, a rise in supernatural and paranormal study was growing fast. Victorians were grappling with the concepts of death and mortality, and during this time, people became more and more fascinated with the paranormal, um, like ghosts, tarot readings, psychic readings, and metaphysical spirituality. I kind of feel like this is not far off from, like, the 60s when a lot of people were like kind of driven into like the occult and stuff yeah. and and other because they were fighting against like you know their parents religion and the government and you know like and just searching for more and like trying to expand their horizons and amy this is some like deep analysis this I'm, just I'm very coming Im- to me i'm very impressed i guess i just needed some sugar yeah because i'm awake now mm-hmm. um cool cool donuts for breakfast that's the clue and some lime juice with gin. Uh, <laughs> but that's kind of similar, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so ghost stories became very popular during this time. And they began to permeate the pages of the weekly newspapers throughout the United States and Britain. One of the most famous ghost stories of this era being Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Aww. I did not know this, but it was Christmas Eve tradition to tell ghost stories around the hearth during this era. And that Christmas carol that goes, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Uh Um, My favorite version is from Andy Williams. And it goes, there'll be... Oh shit! Parties Wait, for we're hosting marshmallows for two. Oh, here oh, it is! Here it is! Scary ghost, ghost stories. stories of Christmases long, long ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. great song. It's a great song. Um, and I always was like, why would you tell scary ghost stories on Christmas? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it was tradition. Yeah. So, if Andy Williams, you know, I bet his like grandmother was from the Victorian era, and he just knew a lot about that. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting that it was like such a huge, huge part of their culture. And another trend during the Victorian era was taking photographs of your deceased loved ones, mm-hmm. which I remember from, what was this scary movie with Nicole Kidman? Oh, the yeah. The Others? No. Yes. Was it called The yeah, Others? Yeah, yeah. It was so scary. It was like, oh, so scary. I love that movie. I feel like in that, it was like a Civil War era, maybe. Like, I think her husband was like in a war. You're confusing it with Cold Mountain. No, I've never seen Cold Mountain. Oh. Anywho, but weren't there like photos of like dead people with pennies on their eyes? Uh Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was totally normal back then. It was oftentimes the only photograph a family would ever have of their loved ones because Mm -hmm. photographs are very new. The poor didn't really have cameras and whatnot. So it often was the only time you'd have a picture of a family member Uh was their dead body, usually with coins over their eyes. Uh, So it was super duper normal. Not so much anymore. Um, 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 oh, and they would, the, the photographers would pose the corpse yeah. as best they could next to the living members of the family. You know, soup's normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Just a weekend at Bernie's kind of sitch. <laughs> I bet everyone's having such a good time. Uh-huh. Having a blast. The, like they, making it wave. They didn't have sunglasses yet. They had to put coins. Oh, right. That's yeah. where Weekend at Bernie's got it from. Absolutely. They're like, mm, coins, mm, sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fascination with, hang on, I wouldn't let us sip of this. Oh, good. I'm glad you like it. The ghostly gimlet. What's what's going on with us that now we're just like, oh, this is a good morning cocktail that we're having. Because we were on a terrible, terrible streak. Yeah. We're getting finally lots of feedback, lots of some emails, uh-huh. a lot of um, followers on Instagram. And um, a lot of them are telling us how bad we are making drinks. Yeah. Um, my British friend flat out said we are rubbish. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that hurts. I'm very hurt. 
I'm so hurt. That hurts. Well, this episode's for you. She's actually a really good mixologist, so I was totally oh. expecting that. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but hey, one day when we make money, we'll pay her to come in and be our mixologist. Um, yeah. She's lo- hilarious and lovely. Oh, great. Um, but she says we're rubbish. <laughs> rubbish? Uh, well, just wait till you hear this. It's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, the fascination with mortality and spiritual realization led to the rise in the ways that people tried to contact their dead loved ones. The 1850s marked the rise of spiritualism. So this was kind of a movement in the 1850s. Spiritualism was the belief that the living could contact spirits of the deceased through a seance and a medium. The origins of this movement began in 1848 by sisters Margaret and Kate Fox. They claimed they were in contact with the spirit of a man that was murdered in their house before they moved in. The popularity of their stories spread quickly, and the sisters began doing public shows to packed venues. These shows featured levitating objects and rappings, which were the sounds of the spirits allegedly making um, noise when they made contact with the human world. It would be like a rapping noise. I don't know if it's like, yeah. Uh-huh. Which you I know, was going to try to scare you, but you looked at me. I, that actually still scared me, even yeah. though I was also making noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too easy to scare Amy. It's not fun. <clears throat> you know how last episode, how I just said the Charleston story? Yeah. And that my cousin Jamie, when the little boy was looking at her from the corner of the room, she closed her eyes and she heard. Yeah. I wonder if he was rapping. Oh. And not the hip hop kind. <laughs> I would have paid $20 to instantly download the ability to freestyle for that moment. (laughs) No more, though. No, no. I had a 79 cent joke limit this morning, and now I have a $20 (laughs) joke limit. I once karaoke to Eminem's 8 Mile, and it was a big mistake, and I know never to try rapping. Again, well, I will say, I will say, my go-to karaoke song is "Shoop." So, mm. salt and pepper. That's so good, though. That's yeah. such a fun one. That's it a is. fun one. Someone karaoke this night at this rap party too. Oh, um, oh so many rap, kinds of rapping. Rap party uh, to um, Poison, Belle Biv DeVoe. Rap girl is poison. 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 Okay, back to Victorian oh, ghosts. Anyway. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> rappings, which were the sounds of spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the mediums would then say out loud, word for word, what the spirit was telling them. It was as if the medium became possessed and was speaking for the spirit. Ooh. The Fox sisters rapidly rose to stardom. Even Barnum, the ba- Barnum and Bailey man, mm-hmm. was like way into them and went to their shows and stuff. And then soon their sister Leah had joined the and a lucrative family business was born. Mm. Though they were under constant scrutiny for their ways, uh, they had wide success. But eventually, as most mediums and people in contact with the paranormal get, uh, they developed crazy alcoholism and um, Can't uh, relate. there were arrests, health problems, and uh, their fame and careers came to a crashing end and most of them died from uh, alcoholism. Cool. So cool. Great. Uh, we're on a great path. Good gimlet. <laughs> now I feel like my grandmama because, oh my God. What? She was obsessed with donut holes. That's all she ate in the morning. Aww. Grandmama is my most favorite grandma. She passed, but she, I mean, they were the drinkers. Grandmama and Papa Spokes. Yeah. And um, she loved gin, she loved vodka, and she loved her donut holes. And I feel like I'm channeling her hey, right now. Hey, that's very appropriate for your seance to Grandmama. Grandmama, the Grandmama Gimlet. Oh, the Grandmama Gimlet. 
She came through in my psychic reading. Oh, that's the one with the ring? Mm-hmm. Mm. I have her ring. I wore it last night. I didn't wear it today, though. I oh, I saw it. it last night. Yeah. Oh, it's all gold so nice. and like, yeah. diamondy ring. To Grandmama. Maybe she's here. The Grandmama Gimlet. I think she really, really liked me a lot. So she could be here. The like Grandmama that. Gimlet. Well, let's leave a donut for her. That's why you were picking at one. Yeah. Leave the rest for grandma. Yeah, yeah, it's for grandma. She <laughs> like a little tiny bird anyway. She was so cute. Oh. <laughs> okay, grandma. Here we go. Um, during the heyday of spiritualism, many famous Victorians utilized mediums. And um, in 1953, there was a train carrying Jane Pierce. She was the wife of President Franklin Pierce. Her son, Benny, was on the train with her, traveling through Massachusetts. The train derailed and slid into an embankment, killing little Benny. The first lady was beside herself. She brought in the famous Fox sisters, (laughs) pre-alcoholism, to try and communicate with her dead son, Benny. In the White House. Oh, there was a seance in the White House? Oh, hell yeah, and I wasn't the only one. Well, the Fox sisters were able to help Mrs. Pierce find relief. She did, she, wait, I'm sorry. The Fox sisters were not able to get Benny in. Like, they couldn't get through to him. But Mrs. Pierce, um, Franklin Pierce's wife, um, had a lot of dreams, like clairvoyant dreams, where she was communicating with him. And so that brought her peace. And, um... Then Mrs. Franklin Pierce passed along this advice to Mary Todd Lincoln. Mm, well, I was just about to say, yeah, yeah, yeah Mary Todd. Didn't we mention that there were seances in the White House when we talked about what a dick Abraham Lincoln was? I mean, I think we were just complaining about yeah, we were him. Just so. complaining. Oh, yeah. Man, okay. That's cool. So Mrs. Lincoln was grieving the death of her son, mm-hmm. Willie. And uh, so Mrs. Pierce was like, hey, when my son died, I brought in spiritual mediums and we did seances and moms so, helping moms i like right, that i know and losing their little sons so mrs lincoln held multiple seances in the white house in, a, in an in an attempt to contact willie it is even believed that president lincoln himself joined in on a few of the seances pretty cool yeah i like that um and then queen victoria hired a medium to help contact her husband so the movement that took place in the Victorian era was accepted by all strata of society, all the way up to the Queen of England. Mm-hmm. Despite having doubters and skeptics, many people flocked to psychics and mediums to help them communicate with the dead. For many, it created a sense of peace and comfort in time of profound loss. That is my research. I have a fun fact. <gasps> okay. What is it? I wrote this yesterday and I don't remember. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> This just in. This just in. This is fun. Fun. <laughs> fun fact. I'm like, I wrote fun fact. Now I'm excited. Uh, Victorian England's top society for paranormal research is still around. Shut the fuck up. Founded in 1882, the Society for Physical Research applies scientific methods to the investigation of the paranormal. It's still around. That's really cool. How cool is that? That's like almost, like that's 170 years old or something. I wonder if they have an Instagram. We should tag them. Oh, right? Yes, we should. Okay. Yes, we should. How freaking cool. Yeah, the Victorian era brought us yeah. the first ghost hunters. I, yeah. okay, I was going to say because I wanted you to do your research and I didn't want to talk over you, but I actually kind of know a lot about this because I just think it's really cool. Um, and one of the things that they, they talk about a lot, especially like this obsession with death, mm-hmm. was specifically because people died a lot. And like even more, th- like you're like, oh yeah, it's oldie times. Of course mm-hmm. people were dying. But they were dying more because the Victorians were so bad. 
bad at not dying. Like oh. they had all these like terrible, like they didn't believe in germs and stuff. Oh um, yeah, they were doing they, weird experiments. But they too. did believe in surgery, <laughs> so they would like oh, start. God. They started oh. surgery, but also didn't really believe in germs. And also things like like especially like childbirth. It was just like you were just gonna die because. Um, they took away, that was about the time that like doctors kind of became a thing. And yeah. they took yep. childbirth away from midwives. Oh. And they were like, this is a doctor matter. <gasps> I have no fucking idea what I'm doing, but get out of the way. Oops, she died. Not my fault. <laughs> you know? So that's why we now deliver in hospitals instead yeah, of like absolutely. in our homes. Exactly. I did a whole, I should have been a uh, women's studies. I know you should have actually. Um, But yeah, I did a whole paper on midwifery Mm. and its resurgence. Um, And interestingly enough, it began to have a resurgence in America in the 1960s, just like what you were talking (gasps) about with spiritualism. Wow. Amazing. I know a few women who gave birth by choice at home. Yeah. I have a a woman I nannied for who did a a bathtub birth thing. Yeah. I looked into it. I've I've looked into um, being a doula. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you're not necessarily a midwife or anything, but you you help uh, kind of with yeah. all choices, and I think that's kind of interesting too. Like because you also help like don't at me, um, but like if a woman decides she wants an abortion, you're like I'll do all of you through that too. Like I'll help you. Oh, like you're like moral mm-hmm. support as well. Yeah, like you you take yeah. them and help them with everything, uh, or if they decide adoption or birth or go to a hospital or whatever, it's Aww. it's literally just like you do you, girl. I'm That's here to help. Nice. Yeah, I think it's cool. I never want to see anyone give birth. I don't oh, okay. want to see any goop <laughs> or guck. I don't want to sure. see. No, it's gross to me. That's fine. There's no poop. Hey, and girl, throw up. you do wanna... you. I'm dwelling you yeah, through that decision to you. never watch a birth. Thank you. <laughs> Every friend and like my everyone who like describes their birthing process, I'm like, I'm gonna vomit. Uh-huh. That's fucking disgusting okay, to okay. me. You know no. what? Tiny aside. Okay, okay. Because I saw you last night, and yeah. then I knew I was going to see you this morning, and mm-hmm. I didn't get very much sleep. I had a crazy ass dream about you <laughs> last oh, night. Oh no! You and I were going to a Luby's. Have you ever been to a Luby's? No. Okay. It is <laughs> like a. It's like a cafeteria. Ooh. And like old people eat there and me. Oh, like okay. a Marie Callender's? Yeah. I don't like, know if that's okay. ever been to yes. one. Marie but yeah. Callender's is You've got like a tray. California version of Luby's is Texas. Luby's. Okay. 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 We were there? We were going to Luby's okay. and we went inside. Uh-huh. And then this is because I have really, really intense dreams. Me too. So we go inside this Luby's and it is full of old people who have all vomited everywhere. <laughs> And we are so overcome with the smell of old person vomit that we immediately have to turn around and go outside. And then you started vomiting. Of course I would. And then a very cute boy came over and was like, are you okay? And I was like, she's fine. Get out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like something that will probably happen in our future. Yeah, but you were literally (laughs) vomiting. And you were trying to vomit down a storm drain to like be polite. <laughs> and, you, and it was just like a black bean burger. What? <laughs> See, I told you I have really specific dreams. And then I started throwing up and I tasted. I was like, we should not have eaten those black bean burgers because oh, now I'm throwing up. my gosh. Guys, it's real scary in my head. Grossies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a good thing I shared that. Um, I love it. I'm sure it means something. Yeah. It, we're spewing Don't. creativity by way of black beans. At least you didn't have oh, a dream that we were, these. like, giving birth to balls of cat hair because they were stuck up us. 
with weird. Well, now I know I'm in a dream tonight. Thanks a lot. <laughs> okay. So people were dying a lot mm-hmm. in the Victorian era. Yeah. In my research, I saw like it was a photograph of like a doctor person like testing his chloroform experiment on oh, a man. I'm like, yeah. you can't test chloroform on people. Uh... What the? not a time where I'd give my body to science. Yeah. It was not. No. Mm-mm. No, um, thank you. Okay, okay. So, cool. All right. Let's talk about some ghosts, shall we? Okay. So, it was so interesting you did this research. Because um, be- you made me. I did. Um, because uh, you brought up somebody that um, came up for me a lot because I said I specifically wanted to focus on people who were Victorians that were ghosts. The circus guy? No. Okay. Jack the Ripper. Ah! <laughs> Okay, so I got real specific because oh because I want to keep doing Jack the Ripper. So I got real specific with what I did here so that we can we can do more research. Okay. Oh boy. Because his victims are they're like almost they're famous. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like um the Zodiac yeah, uh, victims or Ted Bundy's victims, like we know them, yeah. you know? And so many of them, and it was in this time of spiritualism, so like basically all of them, somebody has seen them as ghosts, you know? <sighs> so I got real specific, and I focused on, because this is us and it's our podcast, um, a pub <gasps> called The Ten Bells in London, England. Oh, my God. Yeah. Great. I wish I'd... See, I didn't know what you were going to focus on. Oh, yeah? But there is a pub. Can I just quick segue? It's super quick. It's relevant. There is a pub in South Florida. I think it is in close to Delray Beach or something like that. Okay. Where I used to go to, like, therapy every day. Sure. And I go to therapy at pubs, too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, it's near where I went. Sorry, sorry. I misunderstood. I mean, yeah. I'll cut that out. Near the therapy. No, don't cut it out. It's great. (laughs) So it's near the beach, and so sometimes after – my sessions, I'd go down to the beach, and there was this pub, and it's an English pub, a British pub. Its pieces were – it's historic because it, its building structure itself was imported they from it? England. I love that ship. And it was – it has something to do with Jack the Ripper, and it's crazy fucking haunted. Oh, And now really? I need to – if we're going to bring okay. back Jack the Ripper – you should do that one. I will yeah. research that bar. So exciting. Holy shit. Okay, okay, okay. okay. This, this is great. The is Ten great. Bells. The Ten Bells. Okay. Uh, in Spitalfields, <laughs> East London, <laughs> God bless the English, they name things so well, stands the most famous pub in Jack the Ripper history, the Ten Bells. Constructed in 1752, the Ten Bells was where several of the victims of Jack the Ripper drank, most notably... Catherine Eddowes, and Mary Kelly. The pub has changed very little since the early hours of November 9th, 1888, when Mary Kelly, Jack the Ripper's final victim, left the pub. Her horrifically mutilated body was discovered the next morning in Miller's Court of Dorset Street on the opposite side of the road from the Ten Bells. So, like, literally, her body was across the street. Like, she drank, she made it across the street. Holy shit. Ripped. So he went fast. Jack the Ripped. Did he strangle his victims? uh, He chopped them viciously. So he was a, they think he was a surgeon. (gasps) Oh. He cut them all up. He, Get out. Yeah. I thought he strangled them. Mm, I mean, um, maybe he there did. There was probably some guy no, called no, Jack that's, the Strangler. That's why they call him the Ripper, because he literally ripped their bodies apart. Like, especially, okay, you don't know this? No, actually, I guess I don't know that much about he him. He specifically focused on their, like, sex organs. He would cut them out. 
Like he would, oh. it's awful. And by the way, you know how there's, okay, the Black Dahlia, you know how there's yeah. those scary pictures? Yeah. There's really scary pictures of all the Jack because they just had Bro-bro. photography. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Thanks, Victorian era. Oh. Um, yeah. Right? Okay. That's so. Cool. Yeah. He had to have been a surgeon. Um, yeah. So they think there's all sorts of like amazing theories about who it was. Okay. So um, during the 1970s and 80s, the pub was renamed by the landlord as Jack the Ripper. Um, yeah. Like they were, they, and they just covered the whole place with, you know, Jack the Ripper stuff and really went for it. I bet it worked. I'd go. But then back in nineteen in nineteen eighty nine, they were like, "Just kidding, let's go back to being the Ten Bells." Okay, so in the late nineteen nineties, Livin staff, whose bedrooms were on the upper floors of the pub, pub, <laughs> uh, were complaining of alarming encounters with the ghosts of an old man dressed in Victorian clothing. Staff reported that they would often be awoken in the early hours of the morning to find the phantom form of an old man lying beside them on the bed. Both men and women? Uh-huh. <gasps> as soon as they would cry out in shock, the ghostly figure would vanish. Staff with no previous knowledge of his ghost would often report seeing him, and their descriptions would always be the same. Okay. So, oh, so this shit. guy. All right. Okay. So a tenant who lived on the premises in 2001 would often hear phantom footsteps followed by the faint sound of laughter outside his door. And that specifically happened when he was the only person on the premises. I burped. <laughs> it wouldn't be an episode if you didn't burp, Amy. Well, my mouth was hanging open in fear and shock and like oxygen came in and then it had to come out. Yeah. No, that's how breathing works. I get it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh, when going down the stairs to the bar, he would often be pushed hard on the back. <gasps> Several times, this resulted in him ending up at a he- in a heap at the bottom of the stairs, which is also why I fall over in pubs. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. The ghost pushed me. The ghost me. pushed me. Maybe okay. they do, though. Maybe they and do. And then we're blamed for being drunk, and we're like, no. You know what? It is not safe to be a woman. I say it, it all the no time. Enough, but you are correct. <laughs> um, okay. A psychic was brought to the pub to see what she could pick up on the premises. Upon reaching the top floor, she paused outside one of the rooms and refused to go any further. <gasps> she said she could sense that something terrible had happened in the room and was almost certain that it involved the brutal death of a baby in the 19th century, like in the Victorian era. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. brutal. So, I mean, it's, it was definitely killed. Yeah, like, like murder. Unnaturally, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A leading researcher and expert on Jack the Ripper crimes was being shown around the pub a few years later and had been allowed access to the roof space. She noticed some material embedded in the floor behind the water tank and pulling at it found it was a sack tied at the top. Mm-hmm. Opening it... She found no. It contained no a moldy set no of Victorian baby clothes ah! that appear to have been slashed with a knife. No, 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 no. Yep. Were they bloody? Oh, they were covered in mold. Oh, it didn't say it was moldy. Yeah. Intriguingly, this says the tank was directly over the room that the psychic had refused to enter. Of course. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, wow. Um, so I wonder, was the baby ghost there? So, yeah. So it seems like, generally speaking, and then I had a thing that the guy, the 2001 guy, he found um, a little, like a like a box mm-hmm. and opened it up and it had a bunch of like, um, it had it had some clothes in it, not baby clothes, but uh, remember remember the, the guy that people see in the bed? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
he found like a clipping and a bunch of clothes. Um, and the newspaper clipping talked about a man that had been murdered, like ex-murdered. Oh. Yeah. And um, they think that that's that guy. Okay. okay. So these are two separate ghosts independent from Jack the Ripper. Wow. Um, those, I just really want to tell those stories. Oh, my because, gosh. Um, all in this pub. This is all in this, this residential exact pub. area of the pub. Right. So wow. Cat- wow. Catherine Eddowes and Mary Kelly, who are two Jack the Ripper victims, Mary Kelly being the last one, both of them have been seen, mostly just at the bar, and it's that kind of out of the side of your eye, and then you look, and then it's gone kind of thing. Um, but specifically, because both of those ladies were known to drink there, um, they think that probably Jack the Ripper hung out at that bar. He probably picked up victims there. Yes. So Of course. So then people talk about, like, okay, well – was it his negative energy that, like, causes people to be unhappy here, to be, like, you know, or, like, bad things to happen? Or is it, like, he was kind of drawn there because it was already a bad vibe? Oh, you know what I mean? Right. And so he would do bad things. Okay. And oh, so yeah. there are, like, some cool um, uh, photos. Uh, so we'll we'll go ahead and, and post those. Like ghost photos? Ghost photos, Oh, my yeah. gosh. Those ones yeah. scare me so much. I know, I know. So we'll post those. I love them, though, so much. Anyway, so those were, like, the most exciting wow. stories. And, man, ooh, I'm so glad I know about Jack the Ripper, too, that I could just kind of riff. Uh, <laughs> riff on the Ripper. Yeah, exactly. Riffing on the Ripper. Um, so do you have an up ghost? Or do you have a, um, a Haunter, Haunter hoax? hoax? I do. Okay, because I don't. Uh, <laughs> I was like. What? You always forget. Well, I did one for the next episode. You this hate is a, Hunter Hoax. No, I love it. My next one's so good. We're doing, we're recording two today, you guys. So we, we had a lot. It's gonna but be I a was rough like, one. but uh, okay, but I uh, solicited the up ghost and personal, so I felt like that was my work for this time. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's so true. do your do your Hunter, Hunter hoaxes are actually hard because they my are. my. Fake one is always so obvious. Well, I still lose all the time, Amy. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, I do trick you. Okay. I'm slamming I'm, the rest of this gin. Let's go. It's so good. I need my brain I just juice. Googled a Delray Beach haunted bar. Ooh. The Blue Anchor Pub. Ooh. Wait, is that it? Um, yeah, it's the Blue Anchor Pub. Anyway, we'll do that one. We'll do that one day. Yes. Okay. Haunt or hoax. Yay. What did I write? Hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. What forms of ghostly entertainment did not exist in the Victorian era? If I get this wrong, I'm going to be really mad at myself. <laughs> Let me just tell you now, you can rest easy, you're going to know. Yes. Because my, it's awful. Okay, I great. did a terrible, terrible, terrible okay, job. Okay, see, I didn't do one at all, so you still did <laughs> Okay, okay, it's for entertainment. All right, so which go- form of ghostly entertainment did not exist in the Victorian era? Having... Did I do this? Oh, no, no, no. This is different. Having your picture taken with a ghost. So not the dead body. Okay. The go- a mm-hmm. ghost. Having sure. a ghost photo taken. Mm-hmm. Table tipping. Mesmerism. Mm-hmm. Tracing shadows cast by gas lamps on the wall to determine if it was a ghost. Mm-hmm. Those are the four options. I'm going with the last one. Yes, it's correct. See, because I've seen those pictures of people taking pictures with ghosts. It's so interesting. There was a whole web like page dedicated to this man who becomes super rich and famous because he was able to photograph ghosts. Was, was it the one where he's just like, ah? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I uh-huh. love that guy. Um, but it was a big trend. People wanted to get their photos taken with ghosts. And so he would do like, you know, like aura photography. I was just about to say. Yes. It's like aura photography. Yes, yes. 
So he'd be like, I can, I'll photograph you. And I, if there's a spirit you want to contact, they're going to show up in the photo as well. So photography was brand spanking new. So then when he developed it in the dark room, he would overlap another photo, like another negative with it. And so, and make it very faded. And they looked great. They looked very convincing. They do. Um, But then it was all debunked eventually and that he, you know, he is faking it. Table tipping was just an early form of a seance. Mm -hmm. It was before they were called seances. It was table tipping because the table would move. Yeah, it would shake and stuff. It would shake. And then mesmerism was a big trend. It was putting a subject into a trance and then you would heal them supernaturally from their physical ailments or like mental like issues. That's crazy, says the girls that go to Reiki all the time. Reiki, (laughs) psychics. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's so cray. And then, so I chose Tracing Shadows cast by guess because they said there were more reports of ghosts and hauntings once, um, like, electricity was was invented because there was more light at nighttime now. And so people were just noticing more in the form of, like, shadows and and whatnot. Because sometimes, like, if you had electricity, you had, like, a light. So you were still using gas lamps. And so all of a sudden people were noticing more shadows and shadow figures. Mm -hmm. But it was all because, like, the lighting – was brand new. That's fun. So I was like, that was a good one. Though. I was like, maybe if if they saw a weird shadow on the wall, um, I would totally try to swindle people and be like, I'm gonna trace it in chalk, and oh. then we're gonna turn all the lights on in the day. Or in the daytime, when the sunlight comes in, we're going to see the outline of it and see what it looks like. Amy, we could be the next Fox Sisters. <gasps> we could be. Yeah, let's do we it. We should be. Yeah, they got the banged. fabulous Fox and Sisters. They, they died the way they lived. You know. <laughs> <laughs> they died the way we're living. Uh-huh. Um, I'm copywriting Fun. this right now. Yeah, do it. Because our lawyer is sitting right here, right? How high, lawyer? <laughs> Hello, girls. Uh, so no one can take this idea. Yeah. We are going to do we it. We put a C with a circle around it. Mm-hmm. C with a circle. We're doing the Fabulous Fox Sisters on stage. Please buy tickets. We'll post soon. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <gasps> Wait, what if we just improvise it? We could do it tomorrow. I mean. I mean. We'll, we'll plan this out. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, we could cut this out in case we seriously want to pursue it. No, I kind of really do. Yeah, I do too, actually. Right. Um, we need the third one, though. She could be the ghost. Okay. She died early. Um, I love it. Yay! You guys, I'm so excited. We have an up ghost and personal that got sent to our actual Gmail. People are finally emailing us. Not enough, but some. So yeah. please keep doing it. But we got a real letter. And don't get me wrong, it's my friend. Oh, but. yeah, but our other one is a total stranger. Right? Anyway. I know him. Okay. Uh, oh. <laughs> really? How do you know so many people? Instagram. <laughs> She's so good. <laughs> Tammy posts 80% of our social media and they get like 100 likes and I post one and it has like three in 24 hours. It's all about those hashtags, baby. <gasps> oh, yeah. I need to listen on that. I don't use hashtags because I'm like, I'm bored. I mean. Do everyone just look at me? It's not a good thing to, to know how to. I mean. I don't know how it works, but obviously there's a scientific method to it because your posts get a million. My like, scientific method is that my job is really boring, so I can mm. like spend a lot of energy on it. So Nike. Yeah. That's good. Um, okay, so I'm so excited. This is Lale's story. Lale, I knew her in high school. I'm just going to – I'm literally just going to read her email exactly the way she sent it. She's an amazing writer. I forgot how smart my friends were. Um, were? <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know what I mean. Like, I'm just like, this is great. I know I'm not that smart, Tammy. Uh, I get it. Yeah. 
to be back in no I don't know uh, <laughs> is this a friend from Texas yeah okay uh, we went to high school together oh fun um, so she thanks, says she, what is it Lale thanks Lale she says hey witches <laughs> <laughs> personal plug I went to school with the great and glorious Tammy I was definitely gonna read that uh, I'm sure she can one day fill everyone in on how I taught the theater girls how to dance by writing their names with their butts in the air to hot hot heat <laughs> yep it was our favorite band, Hot Hot Heat, and she taught us to dance. She was like, you just move your butt. You write your name with your butt. What is Hot Hot Heat? Oh, it was a band. So she got it up. Wait, I sh- we shouldn't. I don't want to get sued. Oh. Oh, we already did Poison. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Hot Hot Heat was great. It was okay. a great band. Great. Um, and you wrote your name with your butt in the air. Yeah. I'd like to try that. We'll do it sometime. Okay. No, all caps. Now prepare your shoes because your panties will overflow with (laughs) pee-pee. She's like, she knows us. She's the best. Oh, wow. I love her already. I went to Iran with my mom this past October. It's not a tourist trap. My parents are Iranian. (laughs) My grandmother passed away last year and we stayed in her apartment since it was free. Unbeknownst to me, I was sleeping in her bed. I hadn't been back to Iran since I was nine, so all the family wanted to see me. The crazy American cousin was in the country. Hi. (laughs) So gatherings would go late, late into the night. One night after dinner, my mom and her two sisters were sitting with me in the living room, and we were all having tea. I saw a woman in a white, frilly nightgown walk by the dark doorway of the bedroom. I thought nothing of it because I was exhausted from translating Farsi in my head for the last four days. I dismissed the hallucination as just that, exhaustion. My aunts said that extended family was going to be coming by in a couple of hours, so I said I was going to take a nap in my deceased grandmother's bed. I told my mom to wake me up in an hour. Apparently, she tried to wake me three times. I was out cold. Oh, I had a dream that someone was shaking me violently awake, and I tried to scream, but nothing was coming out. Cue the dramatic sitting up in a cold sweat. (laughs) It's that's um, called um, sleep paralysis. Paralysis, yeah. Mm -hmm. I heard everyone having a great time in the living room, but I just wasn't feeling it, so I laid back down. But I couldn't go back to sleep because I felt someone fucking staring at me. Uh. I noped out of the room really quickly. I asked my mom how long ago she'd come in there to wake me, and she said well over an hour. She was not the one shaking me awake. <gasps> Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Mm-hmm. We came to the conclusion that it was my grandmother telling me to get my lazy butt out there to see the cousins. <laughs> oh, my God. Flash forward, past more tea and cookies and jokes about Trump. They love making those in Iran. No. <laughs> and everyone, I can, right? I can imagine. Yeah. And everyone but my aunts left. They decided to stay the night with us in the apartment. We were all getting ready, and the eldest aunt walks in wearing, you guessed it, a long white frilly nightgown. I turned white. She asked me what was wrong and quickly put a matronly hand on my forehead to feel the chill. I told her that I saw that nightgown earlier in the afternoon while we were in the living room. She very coolly, and that was the end of the email. I'm sorry. Then three minutes later, we got this email. Fat finger sent the message before I was done right at the fucking punchline. <laughs> And she wrote, ahem. (laughs) Oh, go on. Go on. She very coolly said, 
this was your grandmother's nightgown. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah. She read my tea leaves the next day. Cool aunt, oh, right? Oh, <laughs> I want my family to be uh-huh. like that. And we talked about how she sees ghosts too. <gasps> I get it from my Kale, which means aunt, Zora. Oh. Uh, it's a very long story. I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. Uh, but it's one of the most recent of the numerous encounters I've had in my life. Sorry for the random caps. I get excited. <laughs> Love you, ladies, and what you're doing. XOXO, Lale in Fort Worth. Lale! That's amazing. So that's really recent if they're making Trump yeah. remarks and yeah. stuff. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wonder what her tea leaf reading said. I mean. I don't know much about those except for what I saw in Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Right? Holy shit. I love that idea that her grandma was like, bitch, wake up. Yeah, Go see get your out there. Because you know how grandmas always want you to spend time with yeah. your family. Yeah. And you're like, no, I just want to sleep. Like, mm-hmm. come on, go. Yeah. But to have like sleep paralysis where you are having these intense dreams and having these encounters mm-hmm. and, and, you, but, and you're trying to like wake up and you can't. And I've had sleep paralysis one time Ugh. and it was horrifying. It was on Catalina Island. And oh maybe I'll write that down and tell that story one day. Ugh. It's quick. But it was absolutely horrifying and I hear ever since we started this podcast a lot of people come up to me and tell me their encounters mm-hmm. I'm like write it down email, or come email. in or yeah. email <laughs> um but a lot of it involves sleep paralysis and like multiple episodes of it and it's that's really scary because yeah. you can't do anything you can't move you can't like scream it's just you're just frozen I was horrified. silently listening because now I'm burping Yes, let's hear it. No. You never make noises out of your body. It's not fair. I do. But not I in just, front of me. I keep them private because I'm from Texas. That well, was not a Texas accent at all. <laughs> well, it's like Georgia. It was like Georgia. Georgia. Uh, I'll keep them private. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I don't, unfortunately, for everyone who is around me it's and fine. my husband. Um, that was really good. Fun. That was so hey, fun. If you'd like us to read your great story, send us an email at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com. Yes. Um, and follow us on Instagram because mm-hmm. that's our one social media account and it's yep. great. And it's at Banshees and Booze. Mm-hmm. Uh, any posts that have hashtags are made by Tammy. Any ones <laughs> that don't are made by Amy. Um, <laughs> please like Amy's post so she doesn't feel inferior. Uh, I do post, and every time we drop an episode, we have corresponding photos. Yeah. No, I do Amy those does ones. the hard work. I yes. do the fun stuff. But Tammy told me what hashtags to use, and so I <laughs> use them. <laughs> it's fine. Um, those photos are scary. Yeah. I don't, I have to do them. But I wake up. the way hard work. I wake up early on Tuesday morning so I can post them, and last week's, or the last episodes was really difficult because it was Chloe. Yeah. And holy fucking bad. shit. I was like at 6 a.m. drinking my coffee, yeah. like, I'm so scared right now. <laughs> um, yes. So please, please, please follow and, and rate and review. Rate and review us. We're getting ready to do our giveaway pretty yes. soon. Um, and uh, yeah, we're everywhere now Google Play, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, pretty much any of the aggregators. I think the only thing I'm not on yet is Spotify. Hmm. But I don't think a lot of do people do. they have podcasts? On they Spotify? do now, but I don't. I feel like if we're on those three, you can find yeah. us no matter what kind of device or however you're listening. Yeah, let us know whatnot. on Instagram if you want us to get on Spotify. Yeah, if, if you have any other like avenues that you're like, this yeah. is where I listen to my podcast, fine. Please, please do my work for me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, just tell us. Cool. Um, well, thanks so much for listening, guys. And uh, don't uh, oh, d- don't seance while sober. <laughs> oh, <don't. laughs> I was going to say, what, what if, okay, I'm just throwing this out there. Oh, my God. Are you inventing a catchphrase? I'm inventing something. Great. What yeah. about the end of our episode? Oh, no. And it changes each time. Oh, fuck. We go, like, and remember, if you see a ghost, dot, dot, dot. 
Oh. And then it has to do with what we've talked about. Like, remember, if you see a ghost. Um, nope the fuck out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? It, oh, I like it. I like that. Okay, there's there's our first that one. That was it. Okay. If you see a ghost. Nope the fuck out of there. All right, thanks, Okay, guys. and like the next, uh, the remainder episodes will be like real fast with that shit because we're good improvisers. We're great improvisers. We're so good. But you know what else is so good? These fucking donut Go- holes. Oh, let's do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>